The Fred Minnick Show is brought to you by Michter's American Whiskies and by 291 Colorado Whiskey. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Fred Minnick Show. I'm Fred, and it is time to party with my band today. I've got Houndmouth. Now this is a band that's going to be in the area of like My Morning Jacket and Band of Horses. So do yourself a favor and take a minute before you listen to the episode and just go listen to them. Houndmouth is an extremely, extremely talented young band out of Indiana and I absolutely loved talking to them. And the best part is, the best part, they sang for us. So they actually played a song that doesn't always get to happen on this show. But when it happens, I get all giddy and excited. So enjoy this week's episode with the rising stars of Houndmouth. And uh, get ready. It's a good one. But first, a word. From our sponsors. People want a great whiskey that isn't like every other whiskey. So nestled in the shadow of Pikes Peak, 291 Colorado whiskey is distilled from grain to barrel to bottle. Exceptional Western whiskey, unlike any other. Passion permeates every sip. Utilizing grains from the Colorado Plains, water collected from Pikes Peak Reservoirs, and finished with Aspen Staves, 291 Colorado Whiskey is an award-winning single barrel and small batch whiskey. Hard made the Colorado way. Our recipe, our stills, independent and always rugged, refined, and rebellious. 291 Colorado Whiskey is proud of its humble roots and excited as we expand to new frontiers. Get your taste of Colorado at 291coloradowhiskey.com. Online orders available or find a bottle near you. Ride it like you stole it. Drink it like you own it. Live fast. Drink responsibly. At Michter's Distillery, our passion is making the finest bourbon, rye, and American whiskey possible. When you only produce very small batch and single barrel whiskey as we do, each and every barrel has to be perfect. No detail is too small for our production team. From careful attention to the 18-month or more air-dried wood used in the construction of our barrels, to entering our distillate into the barrel at the costlier or lower barrel entry proof of 103 so that it's smoother, to heat cycling our barrel houses, to our signature filtration protocol, we spare no expense in pursuing our goal of making the greatest American whiskey. And no Michter's gets bottled until our master distiller Dan McKee and our master of maturation Andrea Wilson say it's just right. Michter's Fort Nelson Distillery in downtown Louisville, Kentucky is open for tours and tastings. Book your visit on our website and stop by the bar at Fort Nelson for a world-class cocktail. For more information, follow us on social media at Michter's Whiskey, go to michters.com, or visit your favorite bartender. Michter's Distillery. It's all about the whiskey. Joining me on the Fred Minnick Show, uh, Houndmouth, you know, Shane and Matt, how are you boys doing? Doing great. Wonderful. Thanks for having us. So you're you're uh, you're in Indiana. You're practically you're in New Albany. So you're practically in Kentucky. Uh, I gotta imagine that like bourbon's been a little bit in your blood, you know, for a while. Totally. You know, growing up, I would always steal sips from my old man's. <laughs> and, yeah, it's just always been around. Yeah, whiskey and coke tastes like home, pretty much. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh strong strong nostalgia 
Yeah, I mean there is there is something uh, there is something really you know special about those those early days of the first sips. All legal, of course. We all waited until that until that uh, proper moment uh, <laughs> when we turned twenty one. But uh, yeah, it's really great to connect with you all because I I, I love um, you know you're in a you're in a genre of uh, of music I love. I love uh, harmony, harmonious sound. I love like one of my favorite bands of all time was Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Yeah. And 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 you know you all like Band of Horses, bands like that that have that same kind of um, you know range and chemistry and and vocals. It's it's so to me it's it's so much fun to listen to because it's real talent you know it's real music and so much so much of music is kind of like done and the mixing and stuff afterward now so it's i've been i've been listening to you all for probably since the early days because i try to listen to like the local bands but and you would louisville kinds of adopts you know new albany you know anything that comes from new albany they say it's from louisville so so i've been listening to you all for a while and it's just it's great to connect with you all and, and sip some whiskey same yeah when we grew up on like when we were like 18 and stuff like you know the jacket band of horses all that so then when we started like you know becoming of age that was kind of our genre or that kind of what we kind of fell into that scene you know yeah does that like uh is, is that are those bands that you kind of aspired to you know my morning jacket and, and band of horses yeah, I got. I actually got into My Morning Jack a little bit like later, but uh, I remember seeing like uh, old Crow Medicine show when I was mm-hmm. pretty, you know, in my te- like late teens, and uh, like Dave Rawlings Machine and Police Brothers, and just seeing them on a stage and being like, "Whoa, this is exactly what I want to do." Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And and you all, you all definitely have a diverse band. You've got a lot of different uh, directions you can go. Uh, kind of like the whiskey we have here today. I-, I sent you some stuff that's like all over the place. Um, I sent you a, a two ninety one. So this is a, this is a bourbon that is finished with Aspen staves in Colorado. I sent you a uh, four grain bourbon from a brand called Penelope. It's one that's on the rise. Yeah. And then uh, I sent you is what is kind of a juggernaut in the in the circles of bourbon, and that's the old Fitzgerald uh, bottle and bond decanter. This uh-huh. is a four, this is a fourteen year old. Yeah, did we get that one. Uh huh, we did. Did you already so drink we... it? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you like... see, because we rescheduled, and those and those tasters were sitting around, <laughs> and the Penelope and that guy. Yeah, just held up. Was that was tops incredible? <laughs> <laughs> but you do have yeah. some left, right? Of course, we have. Yeah, we got we got a Mictors, we got this boy, and we have Peelers. <laughs> we have a little bit of Peelers left. You got you you got just a just a little bit of a nip. You got a little bit yeah. of a nip. Just All right, which it. which Mictors did I send you? Because I, I don't have that one right here. So let me see, make sure I got the right one. I sent you the ten year old. Ten year, the ten year single barrel. All right, I'm gonna go grab. I'm gonna go grab that one because I didn't. Uh, I didn't bring that one up here for my tasting. Let me for grab sure. it real quick because I see it right here, actually on my sheet, and I just grab. I didn't grab it, but uh, hmm. it's it's a good one. I tell you what, as I as I'm doing that one, 
let's go ahead and start with the Michter's ten year old. Yeah. And and uh, or actually, I'll let you talk amongst yourselves about whether you want to sing, play pre whiskey or after whiskey. So people, everybody's different. Everybody's different. I'm gonna go grab the Michter's. Okay. Pre whiskey. I don't know what that. I don't know what that's like. I feel like we've already <laughs> begun. Yeah. Definitely post. Yeah. Because. Can you grab another plastic, yeah. plastic boy? Can't just have. Yeah, I thought she might have slipped out. Yes, she did. So how how does I mean when you when you have the uh, when vocals are so important, you know, to your to your music. I mean, they're important to every music, but some some bands it's obviously more important than others. Do you keep yourself from drinking whiskey beforehand? Do you wait till it's after? Does it bother you at all? I mean, where do where do you all sit with the whiskey and singing? So writing writing for me usually sober always mm-hmm. just because it's like hard to access any sort of emotion when you're when you're drinking because it mm-hmm. just kind of suppresses everything <laughs> so but i mean in terms of practice like so we've just been practicing in this house since we since we started since like 2011 and um we would always it was kind of a big part of our lives just going down the street to this bar the irish exit and hanging out coming back maybe bringing people back from the bar rehearsing you know i think rehearsing and playing live music and drinking for us has kind of always gone hand in hand for better or for worse that sounds like it sounds like a new albany special there you know (laughs) do you all ever go to that uh did you ever go to um um I think it was called the Exchange, the Pub Exchange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, we that. go there like often. I love that place. It's uh, great. And then it's and then there was uh, that really good barbecue place. It closed down. Feast. Uh, Feast. Yeah, Feast. that was that was place was great. But what yeah. I loved about what I love about New Albany is that really creepy old thrift store, where there's like you know like dolls in there that you know are like haunted and stuff like oh it, yeah i think that's next to little chef right um i think he's are you talking about the one right by the exchange that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. well you'll be happy to know that, that is no more what happened Something to else it now i don't know like uh, maybe the ghosts <laughs> it was when i was in there it was so creepy uh, i was like Ooh. anyhow uh <laughs> How do you all feel about starting this off with some whiskey, or do you want to play first? Yeah, let's start it off with some whiskey. That's what I'm talking about right here. Yeah. Now, as I as I pour the the Michter's ten year old, and you all do as well. Uh, let's let's tell everyone how the band name came to be. I always think that's a fun, interesting story when you have such a quirky band name like yours. Right. We were we've been recording in this house since day one, and the windows are all the original windows, so it's 
every everything from the outside bleeds in we're actually right next to a firehouse too so there's constantly sirens and we're mm-hmm. still we, when we record we have to stop constantly because they're getting called out at all hours of the day anyway we were starting late at, we record late at night to, to get rid of the sirens and there were still dogs barking and they would keep bleeding through the windows getting in the mics getting on our tracks and shane was mixed he, shane engineers and he's like mm-hmm. ah, he's in his cans like something is bleeding through this he's like god damn it there's too much hound mouth on this track <laughs> and that was kind of a term that was thrown around wow Pretty what did awful. you call yourselves before that um nothing nothing yeah. yeah it was it was crunch time like we needed a name we were playing at like this little bar dillinger's down the road mm-hmm. like how we got put something on this bill so it stuck and i mean it's obviously a, a kind of a goofy name but in the end it's been good for us because it's if you google it it's literally the only thing that'll i mean it's a really up. good I mean, actually, you all are a very interesting band to Google. Uh, that that is it. That is true. You are the only one you know connected with it. So it's uh, and it's got that kind of uh, it 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 just has the name. You know, you some you got the name. You know, like and and I and I hate this to you know keep bringing these two bands up, but my morning jacket is an amazing name, especially for that band. Band of Horses is an amazing name, especially for that band. You know, so you're looking at, uh, you know, you guys are kind of like the, the whole genre of w- where you sit is like these like really like unique names come to think of it. So I thought they were emo bands before I heard them. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the vibe. That's the vibe it put off, but surprising. It was like a pleasant surprise to hear that music come out of a band that, that had that name. That's awesome. That's a good correlation. I never even really thought about that. (laughs) And you grew up in emo bands. He's a total emo guy. (laughs) That's awesome. A lot of emo bands in high school. (laughs) Well, let's. uh, So this is uh, this is Mictor's ten. This is definitely a. um, This is a a limited edition. um, Pretty hard to come by. uh, Annual release. You know, this is. Michter's is one of those brands now that everybody kind of chases. It's in that wave of like, uh, you know, really coveted right now. And they are, they put out really great whiskey. And so what you all have here is a, is a really nice thing to start off with. Now I know you've had a, I know you've been drinking bourbon for a while. I just kind of want to give you a little, you know, tutorial on like how I taste from like a uh, an analytical perspective, I like to first like look at the color. You know, it's kind of like, you know, much like music is artistry. Like th- the creation of of whiskey is complete art. You know, it, it there is science to it, but there's a lot of art that goes into it. And and the color of of whiskey is almost to me is like a painting because everyone is different. And when it goes into the barrel, it's as clear as the water from your tap. So Every day it's in that wood. It's interacting, going in and out. And uh, this is absolutely uh, a beautiful color. Now, this is 10 years old, so it, this is going to be darker than a lot of other things that you will see. 
But, uh, you know, you look at this, this is like a nice amber color. Just, nice amber. Beautiful. Definitely. And then I like to swirl it around, kind of look at the legs and just, just enjoy it. And then smell it. And when you when you smell when you smell whiskey, you smell it with your mouth open. So by smelling with your mouth open, you can pick up more than just like the alcohol fumes. And it's just kind of going go back and forth. And you'll see you'll pick up different spots uh, in your nose, and like it'll it'll smell very differently, like at the top, then the bottom, and then this side, this nostril will pick up something else, and that nostril. So it's, it's nice. like you kind of like work work it yeah. all around. Those frequencies. Mm-hmm. Got to pick out those frequencies. <laughs> That's right. So this is smelling like coconut and chocolate, just really delicious to me. And then Don't you say that. See, I can't pick out. I can't actually articulate or pick out any flavors. Never been able to. But well, I probably don't put enough effort into it. Well, and you bet- see, here's the thing: is you have an actual human talent, like you have actual uh, um, <laughs> musical talent. <laughs> no. This is this is all I got. You know, is, is my ability to drink and describe things. So this is well, all. Well, I'm I... envious of your talent. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I, I would much rather be able to play the guitar and sing. I tell you that. <laughs> all right. So now you put a little bit on your tongue, fill it uh-huh. on the. You want you just want to get full surface area. So you want to get a little bit on your tip, the middle, the back. You'll feel the sweetness on the front, the the savory and bitterness in the middle and a little bit of bitterness toward the back and mm. spice toward the back. And then on the sides, if you feel stuff on your sides, there's a very good chance you have a super palate. Mm. So here we go. I like to think I have a super palate. <laughs> <laughs> mm. That is tasting mighty good. Right? Wow. Mighty Didn't good. The last time I've it's ever done that. So much different when you put a little attention and focus <laughs> on it. It really is. I mean, it's it is um when you when you focus on what you're tasting, you will be amazed of like what you pick up. I mean, you can you can apply this to everything. Like just get a regular yeah. McDonald's cheeseburger. Right. And like actually think about what you're eating. Which we did that yesterday. We got the new chicken sandwich from McDonald's. We had we actually drove to Indy yesterday and got in the van again for the first time in a long time and did a oh, live wow. stream in Indy. And uh, classic, just for nostalgic purpose, we had to go to McDonald's. <laughs> Day the new chicken sandwich came out, and uh, it was garbage. <laughs> Absolute garbage. So where's your what's your chicken sandwich of choice? I mean, Chick-fil-A is pretty hard to beat. The Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich has been yeah. pretty fire lately. Yeah. For fast food goals, did, yeah. Did you ever do the um, Popeye's chicken sandwich that you know people like held up stores for and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never got one. I got my hands on one, and I don't know. It was too messy for me. It was good. Yeah. But the sauce they put on it was too. What kind of sauce was it? Some sort of like mayo based, like hot sauce. I mean, it was delicious, but I guess the, whoever made mine was just like dumping it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a big fan of the um, uh, of like the hot chicken, you know, like that Nashville hot stuff. Yeah. 
but it can it can take a toll on your palate. Like th- that type of spice, like yeah. it, it it can beat me up. Like Indian spices and typical like um, you know Mexican spices don't bother me, but something about what they put on the in hot chicken tears me up. You know, I know. So, it's like a chemical hot yeah, almost. Yeah, extracts. Yeah, so we went to we did Hattie B's when it first opened in Nashville. We got that the shut the clock up, and it <laughs> yeah, was yeah, yeah. I mean it burned my when we were in a bus too, so it's kind of weird because you can't you can't go to the bathroom in a bus. Really, no, so no, you number just, twos. <laughs> there's just this extract fire burning through your intestines for like five days Mm. anyway it's pretty terrible (laughs) you know i mean there's i never know where my interviews are going to go but i did not i did not know we would be breaking down the intestinal damage by hot chicken but it's real it's a real issue it's a real issue america (laughs) and we keep going back back to the hot chicken because it's so damn good (laughs) so obviously you apply this i mean do you like every meal you eat do you do you put that much i mean some degree well i have i have two young kids so i have a seven-year-old and a two-year-old yeah and and a puppy that i feel like just tearing up our house all the time so i don't know if i really apply my mindfulness tasting all the time right now but i try to and um you know i find um i I find like a a lot of a lot of wonderful tastes and joys in like simple things like a piece of bacon which um i don't i'm not a fan like some bacon's like overly salty Mm -hmm. i like uncured bacon just like you know the natural essence of the of of the pork it's just like and it's nice and crispy that kind of stuff, like and and like maybe some cheese, that kind of stuff that has like texture, and you know places it just hits all kinds of different parts on your tongue. That's the kind of stuff I really really like, you know, totally. chasing and a, and a tasting. I've been, not, I'm not a very good cook, so I just like I basically just chop up vegetables and I eat like some raw vegetables and raw vegetables and like unsalted nuts are incredible. Absolutely, just the basic flavor of what the mm-hmm. thing is. It's awesome. And it's good for you. you know? Right. So you and, can't uh, beat that. I've always done uh, uh, salty cashews is like my go-to snack and finally got some that are just unsalted. unsalted. It's, incri- it's so much better. a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. And like if you get them where they're like raw and they're like real chewy and everything, mm-hmm. I mean, you'll uh, – you actually – you can feel like a bitterness in the cashew that you can't when it's been roasted. Cashews are gorgeous. And mm-hmm. if you can get if you can get cashews from Tanzania, to me the Tanzanian cashews are the best, absolute best. Where do you where do you find those? Tanzania. <laughs> uh, I had a I had a really good friend from Tanzania, and he would bring me cashews from Tanzania all the time. He there's uh you can find like uh, specialty markets that that carry uh, cashews based on the uh, country of origin. Okay. I'm no I'm no cashew critic. I can just tell you that the the Tanzanian cashews were amazing. Nice. So so let's uh, if you if you all are ready for whiskey number two, yeah. So how have you all been holding up during uh, COVID? Ups and downs, basically yeah. just 
life. It's the new the new life. Been writing a lot more, recording. We'll go with the uh, two ninety one. Yeah. What you? What about you? You've been just been doing a bunch of interviews. Uh, yeah, a bunch of interviews. A lot of uh, you know, drinking for a living. Uh, really suited, really suited me during the pandemic. Um, <laughs> you know. I, uh, I, I had, uh, a, a lot of, uh, a lot of things open up, but I mean, I, I went, uh, I went from, you know, doing events with like the Foo Fighters and, you know, getting stuff, uh, you know, scheduled with like Metallica to like nothing overnight. And I had like a national like tasting thing that was going to be set up with a major hotel chain, just boom, gone, you know, all like, like that. And, yeah. and it just, uh. It was it, it was really depressing, and I just kind of like I started doing a lot more on YouTube, and I started putting a lot more focus on this podcast, and yeah, and you know things end up working out, totally. working out, adapt, figure it out. It's just yeah. been a long one. It's been a What's long that? couple of years. It been yeah, a long couple of years. <laughs> it Seriously. it has, and and you know for for a band like like uh, you know Houndmouth, you know you all are. You all are kind of in that you're you're at that stage where people are discovering you for the first time, and when people find you, they're like, "Wow, these guys are good." You know, I want to see them, but I I have to imagine that, you know, once uh once we're able to open up and and play at places, you all are just chomping at the bit to get on stage. Man, like it really has been wild because we are like such a tour dependent band. Mm-hmm. To, for us to make a living so it's definitely been hard and uh but also kind of really good reset button i think in our lives yeah yeah but you do it so much when you tour every day you're like why am i doing this you know it's all like muscle memory and then yeah. you take a break and you're like oh yeah i, I want to get back out there for the right reasons right well you know the if there's one thing that i know is that like you know we need music. Uh, I, I think this past year has, has has shown me more than anything that all all the wonderful experiences I've had in my life of with live music that did that didn't come from just needing something to do. That right. came from a craving in my soul to see. It, yeah, for sure. I mean, I I needed it and. And like uh, I just I just did an episode uh, for Dash Radio about like how much my soul craves it, and how yeah. much I hate hearing this. Oh, we're gonna have another wave of COVID. Everything's yeah. opened up. Everything's shut down. I'm just like, are, can we live again? You know. <laughs> yeah. 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 And live streams just don't cut it for music. No. They never will. You have Not to. Close. You have to hear a sub thumping. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I've I've seen some great live streams. Um, I've been a part of a lot of them, but yeah, it's not the same. Totally it's not the same. You well, kick drum in your chest. No, no, none of us needed to go down the depressing route here. So let's, <laughs> let's get back on let's track. Let's get let's get to uh, two ninety one. Now this is distilled in Colorado, and this is a kind of a nice like piece of evidence that bourbon doesn't have to be made in Kentucky. It can be made anywhere in the United States. Right. And uh, so this uh, distiller, Michael Myers is his name. He's not the Halloween guy, but, you know, it's kind of funny. 
but he like he distills it, puts it in smaller barrels, and then he finishes it with aspen staves. And so like he's the only distiller I know of who is using aspen wood in in, in a stave uh, as part of his aging process. So that yields a real smoky, very different kind of uh, style of bourbon. So what you are about to taste now is going to be drastically different than what you just tasted. Yes, and it's, yeah, it'll be heightened coming off that mixer, mixers. A little lighter. Well, so sweet, Sully. Catch my breath after that. Whoa! I've By never way, tasted anything like that. That is 121 proof. Yep. Wow. That is, yeah. You're swishing around every. For 121 proof, that is extremely delicious. <laughs> wow. Relatively smooth. Mm-hmm. Extremely delicious. What do you get out of that? What it's you, a comp- yeah. Taste? I mean, it's taking on like. You know, it's one of those where you got to have an open mind when you're tasting whiskey. If you think that everything should be tasting like the Michter's 10-year-old we just had, you're not going to enjoy a lot of whiskeys. So you have to, you have to like, you know, taste everything uh, for for what they are. It's kind of like music, you know. I, I, I love all genres of music. And when I'm, when I'm listening to you all, I don't have my hat on for, you know, rap or country or heavy metal. I know I know what I'm listening to, and so I have a you know appreciation for that sound. And you know, a lot of times in whiskey, people will be like, "I only like Kentucky bourbon, and that's only where I'm going to go." And that's fine. But there's so many beautiful explore, explorations of American whiskey, and 291 is one of those incredible stories. Uh, and what I get in this is like some hops, so it's like a little bit like a beer for me. So just like imagine like a. Um, of a hoppy kind of not an IPA, but just a hoppy beer a good with, hop. with some smoke behind it. And maybe just a hint of like marijuana. I, I always get a little bit of marijuana in this, just a hint. Yeah. Do you ever get like a, in uh, like objects that aren't edible, like, a, like CD cases or something like that? Or Do like I- a, like tennis balls or anything like that? I, I've gotten, uh, in, in my whiskey career, I have tasted like drywall. I've tasted yeah. plastic. <laughs> uh, I've smelled dead cat. Uh, <laughs> you know, so yeah, I've, I've, I've had a lot of things that I've smelled or tasted in whiskey. Oh, that's hilarious. Man. And the funny that thing is, 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 is those distillers don't put them in there, you know, on purpose. It's just their technique, or it can be something like right. the the closure that they have. You know, it's just like little things can have an influence on it that they that they didn't know. So, how did you all how did you all meet? Because you're a fairly large band, and like you know, you 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 know, did you did you all kind of like come together all at once, or would did you put newspaper ads out looking for one another? I mean, how did that, how did you all get together? I was playing, I started playing, a, well, first I played with Zach in uh, Jeffersonville, Indiana. 
mm-hmm. we play at this bar we play in a motown band and um that kind of eventually fizzled out and i started playing acoustic music with katie and then mm-hmm. when that fizzled out i called shane because he was working on a project and he invited me over to this house in downtown new albany there's like uh, he had a drum kit set up in here some like minimal recording equipment and basically I came over here in 2011 and just never left and then when I met Shane I was like we I called Katie immediately called Zach immediately and we all just got over here and started started playing and no everybody played guitar so we've all picked up different instruments I got to stay on guitar though yeah, right on did, did you <laughs> all ever did you ever play in that little amphitheater there in Jeffersonville right on uh, the water no we were supposed to but something something fell through. I can't remember what happened. That's such a gorgeous uh, spot to I'm watch music. You, Jeff's kind of, you know, it's in competition with New Albany, but it's kind of popping off. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's going to flood there nine times out of ten. Um, Straight up. I don't even but, think you can get flood insurance in Jeff. I They're mean, it's... Like, you're, you're screwed. It's bad, but, you know, like you get, they got that candy store, you know, Shemp's candy store. Yeah, yeah. Love that place. I mean, it's yeah, a great yeah. little town. Great pizza there, um, yeah. And but New Albany, you know, New Albany is pretty cool. Yeah, you ever come over here? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Did I used to, a- I used to more regularly. Uh, you know, I've, I've it died down a little bit, but yeah, I, I go over there in Clarksville and Jeffersonville. Yeah, yeah. But you got to come back over. You should come over here sometime. Actually, it, it, I actually thought a little bit about like maybe doing this. Um, all in person yeah but yeah. but uh then i was like oh i'm gonna have to move this and that and all this equipment and right. now nah, we'll just do it virtural <laughs> you know so yeah. i we here we here we talk yeah <laughs> yeah here here we talk about like all of this uh like i can't wait for live events again and here i am you know blocking myself from doing it so maybe maybe these virtual experiences have like turned me into a little bit of a lazy bug when it comes to the travel again but uh you know uh definitely we definitely have to get in, in person i i want to see i'd like to do something like get get you all on stage in jeffersonville and like have a um have some of the restaurant owners there i know like ha- have us let us do like a private tasting in their restaurant and then your your fans can come in there and we all drink bourbon yeah that's what yes. i'm talking that's what I'm talking about right there. Totally. Like and then you time. come over here and we'll we'll bring we'll supply the drinks. Except it's gonna be just everything's gonna be mixed with Coke. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and then four in the morning the uh the hounds won't shut up. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. All right, so what's the verdict here on the two ninety one? I know you liked it, but where where is it where is this sitting in your like um when you want to taste it, what's it remind you of? I would think it's it's pretty high up on my drinkability list, but I would have to probably either cut it or put some ice in it. If, I don't know if that's sacrilege, but no, absolutely not. I think this would go really good with ice. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I can totally see drinking this at a nice restaurant. It's a few things. It's a fancy boy. It, it feels fancy to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fancy it's a fancy pour 
And so do you, does this remind you of any of your, does this inspire you for like, did either of the two bourbons inspire you music wise? Like you, you taste it and you feel it and you're like, mm. Yeah, I mean, definitely more open-minded with with the guy we're drinking now, with Colorado. Okay. What's the name again? Can you say that name again? 291. Two, oh, okay, just 291. Two, yeah, 291. Yeah, but in terms of, like, comfort, usually I'm, a, I'm a kind of a creature of comfort. So if I'm, like, writing, I'll want something really familiar to mm. so I can get back to that, like, my I can kind of, like, get to par mm-hmm. and go. But also, you want to grow as a songwriter, so maybe something feeling a little bit more experimental, you know, get a Moog out or something, might go with the, the 291. All right. I love it. All right. How, how are we feeling, uh, you know, because you do want to play a couple songs here. Do you want to keep going on the whiskey tasting or do you want to, do you want to jump in the song? Yeah, let's do a break into a song. Make sure this is still going. And I'm going to go ahead. Uh, I'm going to take myself out of view, so you're just going to see yourself, and I'll pop back in after okay. uh, after y'all are done playing.
Well, that was lovely. There's a little bit of a house tune here on a nice whiskey drinking afternoon. I, I almost I almost feel like an old school New York DJ coming in off of that. That was oh, awesome. Nice. Thanks. Yeah, man, we got all these little keyboards with batteries in them. So you just keep them in your lap. It's pretty fun. It's badass. They sound nice. There's like two one-inch speakers in there. Sure These awesome. one-inch speakers will blow your mind. That's great, man. Yeah, my uh, my boys are just now getting. I mean, they're two and seven, and they're just now getting into. Well, they're they're into music, you know. So they. Yeah. Nice. They're they're constantly playing on the piano. My my seven year olds in drum lessons, and yes. and um, my two year old, we think he's going to be a solo v- vocalist because all he wants to do is watch YouTube channel YouTube videos of nineteen eighties uh, bands like Tears Tears for Fears and Billy Idol. Wow. You know, it's it's wow. it's awesome, man. That is awesome. When did your <laughs> love daughter's... When did your love for music begin? Honestly, don't even know. I was like instantaneous driving around in the car with my dad. He put on like, uh, and if kind of Ray Charles and Randy Newman to start. And oh, then, wow. And then we got into some weird stuff. Like we went down the meatloaf path. He's like, check this out. And then, uh, um, and then eventually I started like the first CD I bought was the strokes that like their big, their big album. This is it. And, uh, and then I showed it to my dad because he was like my main resource of music. And he's like, I don't like this very much. <laughs> and I was, I kind of like knew I was onto something at that point. <laughs> yeah. Like branching it's... off. But uh, yeah. And then like I started playing guitar when I was 12 just because I liked the way it looked. Guitars just look awesome. They do look know? cool. <laughs> and then like Stevie Ray Vaughan playing a guitar, he <sighs> looked good playing it. Yeah. And then I just started practicing and like standing in a mirror. Like, I want to play like Steve. I want my right hand to do that thing that he does. Mm-hmm. Like playing one note, but it's like you're strumming. So That's Stevie Ray Vaughan was like your, like your guitar idol. He was my, he was my guy for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. May, sure he, may he rest like, in peace. No doubt. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it wasn't until like maybe 2014 or 15 that you like changed up your pedals. I still haven't changed. Stevie Ray Vaughan always played. Oh yeah, yeah. Stevie Ray Vaughan always played with two tube screamers, and that's like to this day it's all I use. One distortion wow. pedal, and then when you want more distortion, you just put another one on it. Now you said you had a daughter. Uh, she's getting oh, yeah. into music. Yeah, I've been showing her uh, Arcade Fire music videos. She all about it. She's all about those art art videos. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. How old? She is five, oh, and I have another daughter that is almost two. Oh, that's great! Our our kids are almost the same age. Are very close. Right. Yep. So, so here we go. Let's go to the uh, Penelope Bourbon here. This is going to be lower in proof. It's eighty proof. It's four grain. And we did already drink that one. You've already <laughs> drank everything out of it. Well, yeah, that's a, no, that, we have a little nip left. A this little is nip. A, this is oh, a rye. We have a rye left. Penelope. You have a rye left? Yeah, peerless single barrel rye. I sent you peerless, huh? Oh, very nice. Well, I got I got my tasting sheet all screwed up with you boys. Well, I mean, you can't leave 
full bottles of bourbon <laughs> in this house for a month. <laughs> well, I, I will say this too. Like normally, uh, normally Allison, my, my director of operations, sets everything out for me. She didn't do that for me today. And this is like an example of how like I, I'm really good on camera and I can do these things. But when it comes to like organizing all the tastings and everything, I suck. Like I'm hey. in I'm so bad at that stuff. Yeah, same. Prepping. I mean, that's why managers are godsends. <laughs> but and you all have a you all have a great manager. Yeah, Chris is killing it. Yeah, I mean, you know, he reps uh, his team reps Jack Harlow too. You know. Yep. I mean, you 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 know you're in with some good people there. No doubt. So I'll I'll just give the Penelope just a little taste and talk about it a little bit, and then we'll move on to the to the peerless. Yeah. But uh, Penelope is a new kind of a new brand on the scene. Really great people, you know. And this is like it's one of those things you get really excited about, you know, when you get new blood into something. And and they start experimenting and doing new things. Like they're doing like four grains. Most people do three grains. And you know they're adding in. Let's see. I'll give you the. They got corn, rye, wheat, and malted barley. Now that sounds like that's pretty simple, but it's actually a hard combo to put together. And so I think they did a really good job with this. And at 80 proof, it's non-shell filtered. It it tastes pretty good. Let me, yeah, let me just give, give it a taste. That one. You've already crushed it? Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was our fave. And we saw 80 proof, and it's like, it was just so smooth. Yeah. I mean, to me, it tastes like a, like a piece of cornbread with some honey and, and pepper on it. It's a, it's a real, really nice little little flavor there. Now, I believe did did it say on the on the Peerless single barrel what the proof was on it? One ten point four. Well, shoot, I got the wrong one, but we're gonna sip some Peerless uh, uh, together anyway. Now, here's the thing about Peerless; it's just down the road from you boys, and really? I I can see you all playing there. You know, it's downtown Louisville. And like I said at the top, you all are pretty much like, you know, Louvillians because you're in New Albany. Yeah, I mean, we've been going to Louisville since we were born, so there's no difference. This is the suburb. This is the Brooklyn of Louisville. That is a, that is a Jim James. Jim James told us that one time he was over here. So this is the Brooklyn of Louisville. That's pretty accurate, probably. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I mean, we got the Sherman Mitten Bridge. Yeah. No tolls, baby. No <laughs> yeah. tolls. Mm, yeah, so rye whiskey, of course, is its own category. It's completely different than bourbon. It has to be at least 51% rye, whereas uh, bourbon has to be at least 51% corn. crazy i was getting like chamomile hmm. like it's sweet but not too sweet mm -hmm. so when we when we came back in from uh 
from the uh, from playing, we got were the screen got you got cut off a little bit there. The fish eyes eyeing you a little too much, Shane. Little, oh, okay. A little bit. Being... There you go. Scooch it over. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, that's better. better? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good, good. Sweet. So the peerless, the the peerless rye is. Uh, I, mine is uh, one hundred eight point nine proof. Yours is one hundred ten. Um, you mentioned chamomile. Um, uh, what was what was the one you mentioned? I was getting lavender. Some lavender. Yeah. So so we have a lot of. Uh, you know some herbal kind of tea notes and then you know i i I just get i get a lot of savory stuff with when i taste peerless so like fresh baked bread you know it's just something as simple as a fresh baked uh rye bread but i also get in trouble when i drink uh peerless because it's so tasty and i keep tasting something else when i taste it so I'm like, I gotta check that out again. Oh, one more time. Let me taste that again. So you gotta be careful. I gotta be careful when I sip on some Peerless. <laughs> Do you have a favorite rye? Or is that a weird? Is that a broad, too broad of a question? Um. So there's favorite rye, and then there's available rye. Right. My favorite available rye is uh, probably Old Forester rye. It's like twenty three bucks. You can find it almost anywhere. Okay. And then my favorite, my favorite all time rye is probably a twenty uh, five year old Michter's from two thousand ten. Okay. It was gorgeous. Cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely a lot of good ryes out there. Yeah. I was Indiana makes of most of them. Angel's Envy rye was was pretty nice for a while. Yeah, Angel's Envy Rye is uh, definitely hard to get on the sweeter side. You know, uh-huh. they're they're finishing it in in uh, Caribbean rum barrels, so it's a very different uh, very different style, uh, you know, than Peerless. Right. I got a my mother in law a bottle of that for uh, her birthday and just blew her mind. She loved it. So the Angel's Envy right? Yeah. So I mean, you're look you're you must be you must be the uh, the good. Uh, the good son-in-law after that <laughs> oh she's great i always was like scared you know you always hear the evil mother-in-law but i lucked mm. out <laughs> my, my i mean I'm, I'm same i'm right there with you my mother-in-law is amazing it's uh it is it is always good when you get uh when you get the right one but uh you know family-wise though that i think that's that's something i never really talk about with band members but you know the family's right there with you all through through the thick and the thin and the and the highs and lows i mean um and i know i know this 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 time has probably not been their favorite just to see you around but not because they don't want you around because they know like you want to be out <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean totally. it, was, it has been like i said earlier it's been awesome to kind of like reset and I have a almost two year old now and it's just been like awesome to be there every day. Yeah. And uh like knowing that I wouldn't have that if we were touring all the time. Right. It is 
pretty wild to think about. It's like what I'll, I miss. Yeah, I, like, I was gone for like the first two years of Margo's life, wow. just relentless touring. So we were gone for like 280 days one year. That was like the year before Margo was born, but the touring was still going strong. Wow. 280 days. Did like <laughs> a band like, 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 or did a company like Live Nation just like book you constantly or do you guys yeah. just all over the place? We were, yeah, we were doing every festival and the late night and um, private shows. So it's like everything you can think of. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was a blur. I don't even, yeah. I don't remember Truly. 2015. <laughs> but at that same time, though, imagine all the joy you brought, folks. Oh, totally. Wonderful. And like this time now being quarantined up and reflecting about all that because it was a blur. And then like you start talking about it and so many memories just resurface. We had a blast. All we right. Didn't so what's. Because you're just in it. So what is, what is, um, that's a, I mean, you got quite the resume for playing in places. Um, what is your favorite venue to play? Um, I mean, off the top, I'm just going to go headliners in Louisville. There's something about it. Cause I grew up going shows there and then getting on the stage was, it was like the same feeling I got when I was watching shows there. It's like, um, same sound it's like my ears were in tune with the room because i'd mm -hmm. seen so many shows there so everything just kind of flowed that's a good point yeah, yeah head headliners is awesome yeah, it's yeah wonderful i mean red rocks is great red rocks even though our last time we were playing there our console blew up like actually died in the middle of our set yeah we only played like three songs yeah i played three songs and had to like walk off in front of 10,000 people. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but you still got paid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't concern myself with that. <laughs> you concern yourself with a frivolous thing. <laughs> Once again, that's what managers are for. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I'd also have to say the 930 Club in D.C., it's great because I got a cousin that lives there, and that's basically the only time I see them is when we play. Mm -hmm. You see, and they got cupcakes. Yeah, they really yeah. get cupcakes there. Yeah, DC, and also next time you all are in DC, um, the best whiskey bar in the world, Jack Rose, is there. Jack Rose, uh, he's got thousands upon thousands of uh, of whiskeys. It's yeah. it's wow. amazing. Have to make sure you guys, you know, check that out next time. Definitely. And this is one where, you know, he would definitely have, uh, and that's the this one. <laughs> old Fitz. You drank this one already? Oh yeah. Oh well shit. I know. <laughs> Sorry. I know. Well I can't I can't drink this one without you. But here, here's here's a look at it. It's the old Fitz fourteen year old. <laughs> probably the coolest bottle. It's a really nice bottle. It's a nice Great bottle. Design. All right, so since we have tasted through these, and, you know, should we say since you already crushed the old Fitz, that was your favorite? For or sure. Can, can, or can you name a favorite that you tasted today? Um, Michter's was a great staple. 291, awesome. Um, I still remember the Penelope. 
I would say the Penelope was probably a fave. Yeah. yeah so I, Penelope is the winner. I think so. Yeah. We'll go with that. And we didn't even drink that today. <laughs> it, it it was so good, uh, you couldn't stop thinking about it. <laughs> I need you to send us some more of that so we can actually taste it. You know, yeah, so yeah, I'll, 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 I'll definitely get you taken care of on that <laughs> one. Uh, and, and I know you got you all got one more one more song, but before we before we get into into that, are you all working on any new music or any anything cool that you want to talk about? Always, yeah. We brought some, so we brought we started recording an album here. We've never recorded a record in this house. So an engineer and a producer came over and we we did a batch of songs, which should be coming out. We should start releasing stuff in April um, and we'll play one of them for you next. But uh, and then we're still just recording day to day. Nice. Um, what else we got going on? And just, we finally like honed in our studio here. And yeah, we're just writing. Writing trying our best to make it sound good and what's what's the new album called uh we don't have a name for it yet but we get some ideas i don't know hmm. all right let's uh yeah. i i have an idea maybe maybe it's penelope you know you get a you get a case of the penelope i was just that actually is really nice <laughs> The two ninety one Victor's <laughs> Penelope Peerless, <laughs> and then you get you get booked on like uh, you get booked on a show, and they're like, "Why did you name it Penelope?" Uh, well, we were uh, we were drinking a lot of that bourbon at the time, and it, it sounded like a good idea. But looking back, that was fucking dumb. Um. <laughs> Again, our band name is Houndmouth. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take it away, gentlemen. All right. And again, I'll, I'm going to go off, and then uh, when you when you all are done, I'll come back on. Cool. Yeah, Chartreuse, chandeliers, fancy that scene you out here. Let's get going soon, there's a distant sound. Upstairs loud and booming Yeah, we better get moving Heartbreak Hotel White lies and fairly well I know my blinds are down It's getting dark now Somehow we're all smiling Beats hell out of cry Soul. Maybe 
gentlemen that was beautiful and that's going to be on the new album coming out correct yeah and that's uh and we know the name of this song though you're not changing you're not changing it as you get into the discussion this is this is good right this is good for you yeah this song's called good for you so i mean listen you've got you've got like a you've got a song there that can carry an album i'm they say sometimes it's okay to name uh, name an album after a song, and that's true. I mean, just th- throwing that in there, throwing that in there. That's a good song. Yeah, that's actually, a... I mean, to be honest, we have a set name for an album. It's just a little odd. I like odd. <laughs> We're gonna call it Wolf Glass. Wolf Wolf the Lax. Wolf Glass. Wolf Glass. Like the animal. Yeah. Well, you know what that that fits in your brand, Hound Mouth totally. Wolf Glass. Another Googleable, highly Googleable name. Googleable. <laughs> I mean, you might get put up there with some like special brands of meth, but it's. Uh, <laughs> I it's didn't got, know meth was getting marketed so well. Oh, <laughs> uh, listen, that's according to my years of watching Breaking Bad, anyway. But uh, but uh, you know, listen, I I got to tell you. It, it it really is a pleasure sitting down with you all because um I, I have I have um listened to you. I've never seen you live, but I I've listened to you all, you know, for a while as we both kinda pour a little bit more of the Michter's uh tenure yep. over here. <laughs> yep. Um I have uh listened to you all and I and I I I feel I feel that kind of local connection and I only have people on my show whose music I like. And you know, I sometimes get, sometimes people will say, "Man, you're you're kind of a fanboy." I'm like, "Duh," you know. <laughs> I I love music, and and I'm not a uh, I'm not a music critic. I'm a whiskey critic, and like I I just I feel for you all right now, you know. But I'm also glad that you all didn't let COVID keep you down. You're still doing right. music. You got an album coming out, and I, I think that says a lot about you all as a band. And I'll tell you, man, never lose that. Never lose that. And, you know, there will be challenges that will come. But, uh, no 
Never, never That's lose nice. that connectivity. Hey, cheers. cheers! Thank you. Thank you. Cheers! And um, you'll need, you do need to come over to the house, and we're going to be doing live sessions, and uh, it'd be awesome to have you over sometime. I'd love, I'd love that, but I'm also half afraid, like the cops are going to come over, and you know, something bad's going to happen. Like, I mean, the, the cops have calmed down in, in New Albany. Yeah. <laughs> they really have. It's That's pretty good. safe. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that was a rough few years. Yeah, there. it was. Uh, they <laughs> got me. Shane got hammered pretty good. <laughs> but all in good fun, though. All in good fun. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on. This was a blast for me, and um, it was great to hear you all play. And I can't wait to see you on the stage. And we got to get you on uh, the in the amphitheater in Jeffersonville. Like I, I'm Let's gonna make, make a that couple- happen. I'll make a couple phone calls because I want to see you there and see the Louisville backdrop. I just, I just, I just love that stage so much. So. No doubt, warm weather's coming. It is indeed, and we can be socially distanced. That'd be a great place to have exactly. a concert. No you know? doubt. You know, be we'll safe. I like where your head's at. <laughs> cheers, gentlemen. Hey, cheers. All right, be safe. You too. Oh, also, also, vodka sucks. That's kind of my motto. I didn't tell you that. Vodka yet, sucks. Sweet. Vodka sucks. Cheers. <laughs> Wasn't that a great episode? I just love that interview. Anytime that I can have that kind of chemistry with uh, with a with a band, it's awesome for me. Now, the only thing that would have made it better is if we were in the same room and drinking whiskey together. That would have been awesome. But uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode. I appreciate you tuning in. If you could, give us a positive review on the socials, or I'm sorry, on the podcast devices, however you listen to your podcasts. And give us a follow on the socials as well. Just search for my name, Fred Minnick. But be safe out there, folks. No licking handrails, no licking trash cans. And remember, vodka sucks unless it's being used for hand sanitizer. Cheers. You've been listening to The Fred Minnick Show, brought to you by Michter's American Whiskies and by 291 Colorado Whiskey. For more information on Fred's books, articles, and more, just go to fredminnick.com.